In the same way that Fernand Lopez took Francis Ngannou from complete MMA beginner to UFC title contender, the famed French coach has done it again as Cyril Gann is set to face Derek Lewis for interim gold this weekend in Houston, Texas. All in, it's roughly just three years since Gann first walked into the MMA factory in Paris. One of the first MMA fighters he met that day was the surging Francis Ngannou, a man he will get the opportunity to face should he claim victory over the Black Beast. But it hasn't been all sunshine and roses since the interim title fight has been made official. In fact, the backlash the UFC faced likely makes it one of the most contentious interim title bookings in the history of the organization. This is Pete Carroll for MMA on Point, and before we kick off on with UFC 265 fast approaching, I just wanted to say a quick thanks to Bet Online, the official partners to MMA on Point. Feeling confident about the fights? This weekend, during our live UFC 265 fight companion, you can play along with us using the code ONPOINT to get 50% sign-up bonus good for up to $1,000. More on that later, but for now, this is Cyril Gann v Derek Lewis, the most controversial UFC interim title fight ever. I always figured that Gan's entry into MMA was helped greatly by his striking background. Little did I know that he achieved his goals in Muay Thai in the same period of time that saw him go from MMA beginner to UFC title contender. To understand Gan's rapid ascent in MMA, you should know that this isn't the first time he's scaled to great heights in a combat sport in a relatively short amount of time. Although it is well known that Gan was a presence in Muay Thai before transitioning to MMA, it didn't take him a very long time to make his mark. Not from the long time, because I started the, 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 the Muay Thai at 24. Yeah, I did it just three years, three years. And just after three years, I switched to the to the MMA. And now uh, there are three years and a half in the MMA. That's it. Be- before the Muay Thai, uh, I did uh, basketball. I played basketball a few years. And before that, was I was young, it was a soccer. So no, 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 not from the long time in the Muay Thai too. I'm a fast learner. I like I like every sport. I like every sport. And that's why I can learn really fastly. Yes, I'm this kind of guy. Funnily enough, the only reason why he chose to pursue the art of eight limbs was because it wouldn't interfere with his weekend work in a furniture store. When I started the Muay Thai, because I did I did nothing uh, at this moment, and uh, the friend told me, yeah, come to try the Muay Thai. Because I work in the, in the furniture shop. Uh, and I worked in the weekend too so it was not possible to play with a basketball or any sport like that so I, I tried the Muay Thai and when I tried the coach say yo you did it before no no it's only my first time and that's why he said please come for real please and we're gonna try something please we're gonna do something and we did it and just after three years we won against uh, Yassin Bouganem in the Muay Thai the champion of uh, WBC I did it just after three years and I switched just after that after this fight, I switched in, in the MMA because I, I met Fernando Lopez because I have a friend and know, you know him and so on, like that. And, uh, and now there are three years in the MMA. Lopez points to Gan's laid-back personality, his motivation to constantly challenge himself, and his natural athleticism as major factors in his rapid ascension. Yet, having brought two novices all the way to UFC title fights, I feel like the MMA factory coach doesn't get the respect he deserves. Lopez, however, doesn't see it that way. Respect is not something that you can ask to people. You cannot claim the respect. You should not say, I deserve more respect. Respect is something that people feel that they should give you. And if I don't have it, mean that I don't deserve it. That's it. I, I, don't, I, I will not claim it. 
As Lopez frequently highlights, Gann's composure is one of his most notable assets. Having become a champion of Canadian promotion TKO at 2-0, he's taking his current 6-0 run in the UFC in a stride. That's normal for me, that's a little bit strange because it's really normal for me. So tomorrow I'm gonna fight for the belt and I'm just okay, this is a belt. I don't know why I'm like that, but <laughs> that's really strange. But that's why maybe I was really focused on any fight. On every fight I had, I'm just focused to go to the victory. This is my goal. My goal is not the bad, is not to be the, the champion, is not to be the GOAT, or the, is not to be undefeated. Like, uh, no, I just want to win my fight, yes. And after that, of course, you have the bear, you have something, some bonus, something like that. That's a little bit strange, yeah. I started uh, at 24. Even when his one-sided decision win over fellow knockout artist Jairzinho Rosenstruck won the ire of UFC president Dana White, he took solace in the fact that he was able to defeat a top-ranked contender due to the lack of time he's been immersed in the sport. My man. I look my, in my back. I just started yesterday. It's not a disrespect for Dana. It's really not a disrespect. I improved myself. I did everything at at, at, uh, at my gym. I did my best every time in in the cage. But my man, I just started. I just started yesterday, so I'm happy to to do the, this performance against Jairzinho. I'm happy to do this performance against Volkov. My man, I started yesterday. And although White wasn't happy with the 25-minute bout with Rosenstruck, Lopez believes that that outing and his subsequent five-round decision win over Alexander Volkov will be invaluable ahead of his main event clash with Lewis, a man who is as dangerous in the first second of a bout as he is in the last. That's very good for him. Siri do not get nervous though, so it's kind of hard to, to really know how how this can help me because anyway, he do not care. He will, he will stick to the game plan, he will be calm, it will be uh, composed every time, so I don't really think that changed something. But anyway, for sure, getting back to back to main event and five round will be good for the Houston. Houston, I mean, Toyota Center will be uh, full packed, so uh, with with the all audience. So uh, yeah, it's better for him to have done that already, so he can feel comfortable to to be patient till he find the way to take out uh, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is one of the trickiest fighters to prepare for on the UFC's roster. He can look stationary for whole fights before unleashing his devastating power, and even when he's taken down by elite wrestlers, he appears to be able to just stand up to get fights back into his preferred striking realm. Although Gan agrees at many who believe that he is a more skilled fighter, he knows that conventional wisdom goes out the window when it comes to Lewis. Yes, I have more skills than him. That's sure, that's not a question, that's sure. I know, I know that, and you know, you know too. But trust me, this guy uh, is really dangerous because everybody know he have just that. But no matter what's happening, he win. He won just with that. So that's why these guys are really smart. When you are aware on, on, on your strength, you are dangerous. And these guys are dangerous. That's why, that, that's why he's here now. Known primarily as a striker before inking a deal with the UFC, Gan shocked the masses by opening his UFC account with back-to-back -back submission wins. And the towering French heavyweight isn't ruling out the possibility of his third UFC submission win when he meets Lewis at the Toyota Center. Everything is possible. Like I, I improve a lot of my grand game. That's sure, I improve a lot on my, on my stand-up game too. I 
I don't know what is gonna happen at this fight exactly. Some people have the answer every time before the fight. Me, I don't have the answer before the fight. I don't know what's gonna happen after the face to face. Is okay. I'm gonna understand what's gonna happen, but before that, for me, it's not possible. So everything is possible. If a fight gonna go on the grand game, I'm ready for the grand game, and everybody know I'm ready for the grand game. Lewis's strange fighting style isn't the only new challenge Gann will encounter on Saturday night. Due to Lewis's insane popularity, the French heavyweight will likely face a hostile crowd when he challenges him on his home soil. I knew, I knew, I knew that already. Uh, well, not big like that. But when I was uh, when I fought in Canada in Montreal uh, against the former champion, I feel it a little bit. But it's going to be a little bit different because it's <laughs> it's a little bit bigger. But no, I'm comfortable with that. I don't know why exactly, but. But, uh, I'm comfortable with this situation. I'm comfortable in every situation. The announcement of the interim title fight brought a lot of criticism, as many, including the heavyweight champion's team, felt that the booking disrespected Nganu's status. With Nganu appearing to be on the brink of transcending the sport after his heavyweight capture, the UFC confirmed the interim title fight just three months after he was crowned. When Ariel Hawani outlined how ridiculous it was to make the interim title fight, given how long Nganu had to wait for his second crack at the belt, the champion agreed with the veteran journalist, tweeting that nothing has been right here with regard to the situation. Dana White, of course, was the picture of composure when John Morgan of MMA Junkie asked him about the backlash the UFC were facing on what is the most controversial interim title booking in recent memory. I, I don't want to say it. I put on fights every Saturday. You want to fight? I got fights for you. You don't want to fight? No problem. You don't have to fight. So what we got now is we actually have the guy who beat Francis Ngannou taking on the undefeated up-and-comer for the interim title. And whoever wins, they can fight Francis. It's a yeah, great it, fight. It does. It's the fight that makes sense. It's the two best heavyweights in the world that aren't the heavyweight champion. Both Lopez and Gann underline their belief that they will not feel like champions should they leave Houston with the win. No, there's only one champion. It's Francis Gano right now. The interim bell means that you have the ticket to get online. That's it. People, they are saying that uh, Cyril or Derek, whoever win the fight will not be the champion. They are right. They are absolutely right. You can't be the champion if you really beat the undisputed champion. There will be something big for, for Cyril, for friends, for me. I, I, I do love the opportunity. I do, I, I do enjoy the process. But I do keep in mind that the only one champion is out there is Francis Ngannou. Same thing. The champion is Francis, 100%. This is just the ticket to be uh, to be the contender. And after that, you must beat the champion for be the champion. That's really normal. Lopez has not tried to hide the breakdown of his relationship with Ngannou. But Gan doesn't play up to the notion of him being a former teammate of the heavyweight champion. I knew Francis, he lived already to Vegas, to live in Vegas. And there are three years ago, he lived already in Vegas. And I met him when he, uh, he, uh, he prepared his, for his camp for Overeem and another guy, I don't know who, I don't remember. So I saw him just just a few times. We did some light sparring and uh, and that's it. No, we are not close. We are not close. Gan even claimed that he sympathized with the champion's nose being out of joint because of the interim title booking. That's really not my deal, but I can understand uh, his feeling. I can, under I can understand, but like we said, he stays the champion. After this fight, this is an interim belt. That's it. The champion stays the champion. He's still the champion, so. As for why Gan took the fight, Lopez insisted that his goals as both Gan and Nganu's coach have always been the same, to get them to the title shot as quickly as possible. I've been asking to the, to the matchmaking office, push this guy. I, I mean, since the day one that they signed him, when he was only two fights before getting to the UFC, I said to 
he said to me, I need him now. But we, we, we decided to do the last fight that we wanted to do mm -hmm. with the TKO because we had a very good relationship with them. When he signed, the first question that the matchmaking asked me is, how do you want to play? Do you want us to build him step by step or do you want me to push him? And I said, push the max that you can push. And he said, are you sure that he can handle the big boy? And I said, yeah. I'm telling you, this is a killer. Just push him. Don't even hold anything. Just push everything that you can push. So that, that, that's the same thing. That's the, the hashtag, anyone, anywhere. This is what we're doing. So every time that you have the opportunity to go uh, forward, we're going forward. Given that he probably knows Nganu more than anyone in the fight game having taken him from the streets of Paris to the UFC, Lopez tried to give us an idea of how he feels about Gan fighting for the interim title, given that he was a newcomer to the MMA factory around the time Nganu left. You're asking me to be on his shoes, which is something very subjective in the sense that I might think something that is not the reality, but knowing Francis, he loves the challenge. He don't like anything close to the disrespect. If you feel like a small guy like Cyril, if you think this, when he was already fighting for a title, Cyril shows up in the gym as a newcomer without knowing anything about I mean, the first class in MMA was at that time. So for him, I think it's kind of weird to, to see this kid who just arrived in the gym couple months before I leave Paris coming to challenge me. How do you dare? You know, I mean, this is how, this is the mentality, which is good, which is, I mean, it's not done something bad, which is like, I'm the king. How do you come that far, then fast? I think this is the, this is the, the mindset that he have right now, but this is just my turn. Regardless of how well he knows Nganu and the ins and outs of his game, Lopez doesn't see himself as an important element if Gan ever faces his former student. I believe Cyril without me can handle with Francis. I mean, I, I, he can do that without me. He don't need me. To be honest but do i know francis yes i do know francis i deeply do know francis I, I i doubt that there's someone out there in the sport industry who knows francis better than me i'm talking about everything about francis i'm i'm, I'm not sure that Cyril need me absolutely to make it to francis i think he's a big guy and uh, any good coach can bring him there but yes i know Cyril very well and I know Francis very well. Although Gan knows his international celebrity pales in comparison to Nganu's, he believes French fans' loyalties would be split should they ever meet. This is a good question. I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly because uh, I think Francis have more height mm. than me. So in France, in my country, I don't know exactly. I think it's going to be 50-50. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more for me, but he have a fan already in France. That's sure. Due to the spotlight that's on the ever-viral Lewis, any kind of win would be a massive boost to Gan's stock. Yet, after two consecutive decision wins, one which won him some criticism from his boss, Gan is adamant he will be aiming to stop Lewis. I don't know what's gonna happen, but what I want is to finish the fight before the end. I don't know how, maybe with the TKO, maybe we are gonna finish in the grand game, but I want to finish this fight before the end for sure. And while he doesn't quite pack the punch of Nganu, Lopez is confident the world could see a different level of power from his prize student as he looks to clinch interim gold. There's two things we have to do. Be cautious, but at the same time, be violent. We want to bring the violent inside, like, and find a way to get in, finish the fight without, without get caught with that. The if bomb. If he touch you, you are down. So the, 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 the name that that bomb, the, the nuclear if bomb. This man, uh, Cyril, possessed a lot of power that people, they didn't have chance to, 
to witness yet. I can tell. I've been hearing by people, by big boy, and uh, I know that he possess something very huge as a power. Not as Jezino or Francis, not yet, but uh, I know that he, he can knock out everyone in the division, like at call. So that may be that. That may be the submission. That may be the, the just the TQ. I don't know how, you know, but um, we are preparing to, 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 to finish this before then. We want to finish the fight. Thanks again to our official partners, Bet Online. Make sure you come and join us over at betonline.ag to get up to 50% sign-up bonus good for up to $1,000. Woo! You can play along with us this Saturday at UFC 265 for our live in-studio fight companion. So who you got for this Saturday's main event? Do you agree that this is one of the most controversial interim title fights in UFC history? Please let us know in the comments and also let us know what you thought of this feature. We've been doing one of these a week ahead of major events and we would really love to know what you think of them. Thank you, stay safe, and enjoy the fights. Mwah!